The OCD and Anxiety Podcast by Robert James Coaching. Hello and welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Podcast, where we explore how to have a more positive relationship with anxiety disorders, taking back control so that you can start living the life you choose and not the one chosen by your fears. Hello there and welcome to episode 207 where I am slowly melting into uh, a puddle um, because the temperatures just don't seem to be dropping this summer. It is an ongoing thing and when you're feeling like this it can be a bit harder to to manage your stress and anxiety when it's kind of hot all the time. Um, so try to kind of take it easy on yourself if you if you find yourself struggling this summer with uh, with the heat. Now, if you are struggling with OCD or anxiety, you can get a free session with me. To get that, you can head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com, and there you can use my Calendly to book yourself that free session. Uh, in today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about maladaptive daydreaming and its link to OCD. Now, this is something that you may or may not have heard about before. Uh, is something that is uh, very much, I think, related to OCD, which we'll, OCD, which we'll get into in just uh, in just a minute. Um, but it's a lot to do with kind of uh, escape, really. And OCD has a lot to do with escape. When we're performing uh, compulsions, what we're trying to do is is to escape from those difficult emotions. And actually, maladaptive daydreaming is is uh, very much related to to that. Now, if you find the podcast helpful, it would be great if you could follow and like on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Robert James Coaching UK. And if you could also subscribe on your podcast app of choice, that would be great as well. So many thanks, guys, and I hope you enjoy. For many people, daydreaming is a normal and sometimes even pleasurable response to the pressure of life. It can be a way to relieve boredom, a tool for escaping from stressful moments, or even just uh, an excuse to fantasize about the future or different choices that we could have made in our lives. Um, For most people, it feels like a normal thing to do, Um, but it can actually become, you know, well, Obsessive. (laughs) This then leads us to an under-researched but intriguing issue called maladaptive daydreaming. On first appearances, this almost sounds laughable. Surely this can't actually be a thing, can it? Well, it turns out that psychologists are increasingly finding connections between problematic daydreaming and other mental health problems like OCD, with many calling for maladaptive daydreaming to be included in the next DSM. Researchers Sommers et al. claim that maladaptive daydreamers drift off when bored or upset, when listening to music and when by themselves. They often feel unable to cut back or stop daydreaming and would rather daydream than engage in daily chores, uh, social, academic or professional activities. Now, does that sound familiar to any of you? 
To be honest, I imagine that it sounds familiar to just about everyone. However, if you are really struggling uh, with this alongside OCD, then it is likely to be a very different experience from someone who occasionally daydreams. Obsessive daydreaming is often done out of a perceived necessity, um, and it is easy to, to recognize it as a compulsion, but unfortunately not quite as easy to stop doing it. At its heart, daydreaming is a form of escape. We want to get away from something, if only for a short while, and our imagination actually offers up a whole world of entertainment. The daydream can be a way for us to reduce anxiety and to feel like we have control over our, over our situation. Again, it's very easy to see how this would become habitual over time and why many people who struggle with this often withdraw from their lives. Um, Some researchers believe that the roots of maladapted daydreaming can be found in childhood trauma. It may have been uh, a way for for people to escape or to to cope with difficult experiences. In 2018, um, a research paper entitled Trapped in a Daydream, uh, daily uh, elevations in maladapted daydreaming are associated with daily uh, psychopathological symptoms. Researchers Uh, Sofair Dudek and Ellie Sommer, yet again, try to unravel some of the mystery between excessive daydreaming and other mental health problems. They enlisted 77 volunteers, all of whom um, had self-diagnosed themselves as maladapted daydreamers. And over a period of 14 days, they had to record daily responses to an online questionnaire, which included questions about OCD and anxiety. Frontier Science News claims that several key findings emerge from the analysis of the daily diaries. First, days with more intensive and frequent daydreaming featured other symptoms such as obsessive-compulsive behaviour, as well as more negative emotions. And this suggests that while daydreaming may be generally considered a, a fanciful escape from reality, for excessive daydreamers, it is actually... Uh, it actually isn't a a very positive experience. And although a lot more research needs to be done, there does seem to be a clear link here between excessive daydreaming and anxiety problems like OCD. One thing to, to kind of point out here is that even if this does ring true to you, try to keep in mind that it isn't necessarily a disorder, but rather just something that you might do as an individual perhaps in in some way it was actually serving you. As I mentioned earlier, um, it's thought that there's uh, potentially a link between trauma and maladaptive daydreaming. Perhaps at some point you you kind of pick this up in order for you to deal with a very uh, challenging time that you were going through and it was actually serving you. Um, but perhaps now it's not serving you as much. But even even though it's a thing that you do, it isn't necessarily a disorder. It, it might just be something that you do. As uh, Jonathan D. Raskin points out in his article, Is Maladaptive Daydreaming a Disorder? He says, We too often presume that unpleasant experiences reflect disorders within the people reporting them. This is how we extrapolate from she is distressed that she's daydreaming too much to she has maladaptive daydreaming disorder. 
But other interpretations are worth considering. If she daydreams because she's bored, maybe the things she's doing bore her. If she mentally drifts off while listening to to her favourite playlist, maybe she's highly musical. If she daydreams when alone, maybe she's got an active and creative imagination. And these things are, are definitely worth reflecting on. It's, it's so easy to view OCD, uh, you know, as, as a disorder. But what I like to try to, to, to kind of say to people is, you know, it's more helpful to view um, it as a, as a spectrum of problems and not necessarily as a disorder. It's, it's perhaps a habit that you've got into uh, because probably at some point OCD was serving you. And maladapted daydreaming uh, could be a part of that too, um, if this rings true to you. If any of this does actually uh, ring true to you though, then probably hearing about it is of great relief as you realise that this thing that you do is actually a thing and that other people do it too. And this can be enormously, uh, enormously uplifting. But if you can try to avoid that pitfall of holding on to it too tightly, it's not something that defines you, just something that you've learned to do along the way. And, you know, if it's not helping you anymore, then perhaps, you know, you can learn how to let go of it some of the time and you may find that that frees you up. So there we go, guys. I hope that you found that helpful. As always, if you have any questions, then do please let me know. And many thanks. Just a quick reminder that if you want to get a free session, all you need to do to get that is to head over to my website, www.robertjamescoaching.com. And there you can leave me a message and we can arrange the uh, free session. And now just a quick reminder of my disclaimer. Any information that you view on my website, Instagram page, Facebook group, or anywhere else online, or any information that you listen to on the podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for actual medical or mental health advice from a doctor, psychologist, or any other medical or mental health professional.